0: Welcome to Reverse Psychology, the Fraser Rewatch podcast where we go backwards through every episode of the show. Tonight, we are covering the penultimate episode of the series. I'm your host, Curtis. Joining me as always, it's Ryan.
1: Hello.
0: Also with us today, our guest, Brad.
2: Hello, hello, hello.
0: Well, all right. Well, before we uh, dive into this episode, Bradley, you wanted to kind of uh, ask a question of us, I think. I'm
1: sorry, who's, who's Bradley? You, meant, you mean Brad?
0: I actually wrote down Bradley in my, uh, in my notes because I was like, oh, right, he doesn't like being called Brad. He likes to be called Bradley. I do. And then as I was reading my own notes, I read the word Bradley as Brad.
1: <laughs> He's very particular. His name is Brad. Do not get it wrong. And that's for all of you out there in the internet. Do not call him Bradley. He will snap on you.
2: Yes, do not write my name as Bradley on a, as Brad on a sign for my office door or you will deal with the wrath of Brad. Lee. Um... <laughs> Uh, so, Even yeah, you do it to yourself. <laughs> no no comment on that one. Um, so, yeah, so I watched the episode just like you guys. And one of the things that I was curious is this show, a lot of the episodes have to do with like being pretty hoity-toity, as we like to say. One of the things they talked about is the sport of squash. So my question for you guys is, is squash hoity-toity? Oh, that's a
0: great question.
1: No, it isn't. <laughs> It's a very distinct answer What do you mean? I've never met anyone who plays squash And I don't know anyone who's hoity-toity Obviously it's a thing Obviously it's hoity-toity I don't even know if it's like regular I don't know what it is I don't know where you play it at
0: Well that's Okay that's interesting Because I I think there's a debate to be had Because it is a sport It is athleticism on some level And so It's definitely not like The most accessible Like blue collar sport Obviously But the idea that they're—I mean—the fact that they're playing it tells us it probably is hoity-toity. But I don't know. It's—it's a game. It's a sport.
1: It's named after a vegetable. Get out of here. There's uh, no—that's—that's rich person stuff.
0: Yeah, probably squash,
1: pickleball, any uh, watermelon baseball.
2: I I do not think I do not think squash and pickleball are the same league at all. I think that's two very different things.
1: Why? i don't because, know anything I, I don't know anything about pickleball either
2: pi- pi- we do pickleball at the place i work with and 90 year old men can play pickleball it's not hoity-toity any yeah way.
0: rich rich whoa, people whoa, are 90 year old men <laughs> yeah that is that is a weird claim to say that because 90 year old men are doing it it's not hoity-toity like what <laughs> i feel, I don't know you just
1: described I, the plot of golf o- old people <laughs> were like i still want to play sport and i still have money what I'm can i do i'm pretty sure
0: I'm pretty sure that uh, most of our audience thinks that we're 90-year-old men because we keep using the phrase hoity-toity.
1: Right. I think that's fair. Now, hoity-toity is like something 130-year-olds would be saying. That that's Even 90-year-olds are like, no, I'm too hip for that.
2: Can I also, can I also <laughs> ask uh, another question? When was I downgraded to just a guest? I thought it was uh, on the show.
0: Well, okay. So this is I, – I debated this, but I decided to call you a guest. So uh, – we, the, the premise of this show is we're going backwards through it. You have been very uh, eager and cooperative about making this. But I i mean, you are not a reliable person. So I just <laughs> didn't trust that you were going to be on every single episode with us. I think it's very possible you'll be on most of them. But uh, we have some other people we've been talking to that might uh, join us from time to time. Yesterday, my, or, or I should say last week. Last week, <laughs> I just gave a little <laughs> info about how we record this. Uh, last week, my, my brother joined us, um, but I think going forward, we're probably going to have three guests and, or, or three of us talking, um, and I figure you, when you're not available, uh, will rope in somebody else. Uh, so I just decided to call you a guest. You're
1: not reliable because you're so hoity-toity. You'd like out, yeah. you're, hanging, you're gallivanting with 90-year-old men playing squash and pickleball or whatever. So we just never know when you're going to make it.
2: I'm gonna prove you guys wrong, and I'm not gonna miss one episode. We have 262 more this, to go this so week. We have 262 more to go, so I'll be on every single one.
1: Oh my god, we have 262 episodes. We gotta, we gotta buckle up. This is a, like I'm still excited because this is an insane concept, but ho, oh, that's a lot of eps.
0: A lot of eps. Uh, I will say this to our listening audience: if you have any fears about us not making it all the way through. Rest assured that there are other rewatch podcasts out there, but they're starting from the beginning. So worst case scenario, you just go back through, backwards through their, their rewatch if we somehow fail. But I think we're going to make it.
1: Yeah, we got to get at least halfway, and then they can pick up a, another podcast at the halfway point. Should be fine.
2: Either we will make it or we'll get canceled for some reason. Either way, it will
0: be fun. I mean, so far, uh, we're doing this ourselves. We, we have no network, so... It'll be interesting to be canceled. That, that'll be a, quite a shock.
1: Support us on Patreon.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll get <laughs> one of them. All right, well, why don't we do what we're here to do? Let's talk about Season 11, Episode 23, Goodbye, Seattle, Part 1. And I'll start with a summary. Uh, an overview of the episode that i wrote before rewatching watching the episode this is based purely on my memory from the last rewatch which was like a decade ago and your memory is good or bad oh my memory's terrible i for uh i forget things all the time my my boyfriend will sometimes say things to me and i'll be like what are you talking about and he's like remember that time we that that thing happened and i'll be like uh no i don't remember that at all and he's he he literally is like i'm worried you have early onset Alzheimer's. Like he's, he's genuinely concerned about it sometimes.
1: Yeah. I don't think that's how Alzheimer's works, but that you are, you do have a concerningly bad memory. So please proceed.
0: (laughs) All right. So uh, my memory of this episode was Martin and Nina Van Horn are getting married because all of the emotionally relevant parts of this finale are reserved for part two. We're in store for nothing but hijinks. And clearly nothing is funnier than Daphne's brothers being drunk, belligerent and abusive. Oh, the merriment.
1: Good job using the word merriment. Proud of you. I do, I do like the word merriment. Are you just going to jump right into the first scene?
0: Yeah. Or, so, are, uh, we,
1: are we supposed to be grading you? I do.
0: I do. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know what I'm expecting at the end of that summary. It's just. A, wow. It's,
1: you did it. it was, you said a series of
0: words. We're summarizing the whole episode and then detail recapping the rest. So I'm not sure what the point of that segment is other than testing my memory, which we already know is terrible. But uh, so, we'll figure that out as we go.
2: So so I'll jump in with my first thoughts. Do we ever find out who, the girl's name who he's sitting next to? Does she ever tell her name?
0: She absolutely gives her name. She's a psychiatrist. She that says her name. She says, "She says, like, oh, I'm so and so," and he says, "I'm Doctor Fraser Crane," and she's like, "Oh, I like your TV show or whatever it is, radio show." Yeah. And um, uh, but I have no idea. I didn't write that down. I, but, I don't have memory of what her name is.
1: Here's oh, you're, talk, you're talking about on the you're talking about on the plane. On the
2: plane, yeah. Does the does her being a psychiatrist play a role in anything?
0: No, I d- I don't yeah. think it does. the yeah. The only, the only thing you can think is like. I think the the red herring is you're supposed to think this is a perfect woman for Fraser and oh. they're go, this is going to be the love interest. Um we obviously we we obviously know because we watched the the, the next yeah. episode already. We we know that he winds up with uh, the woman in this episode. Uh but I think that the red herring supposed to be that he already said no to her and now this is going to be the woman he winds up with.
1: Okay, yeah, you guys re- you guys really jumped ahead. I I I'm having a hard time keeping up because there's so much. Uh, first of all, we need to start with the fact that there's another plane. I don't know why the show's obsessed with airplanes that have nothing to do with the rest of the show.
0: So, wait, are obviously it's the same plane. But are yeah. you under the impression, like, are you treating this like it's the second episode of the series and not the penultimate episode? Is that I just want to understand how you're taking it.
1: A little, a little bit, yeah. But it doesn't matter. Regardless, there's two plane <laughs> scenes for two that. Have af- absolutely nothing to do with the plot. No, There's no Ryan, reason that he's on that plane.
2: It bookends. It bookends the episode.
1: It bookends horribly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's
0: I, I'm, not,
2: <laughs>
1: I'm not denying that, but
0: but you, I do. Before we Re- before we get too much into the episode, end. I Let do want to I, I do want to ask: do, Did you kind of get that at the end of this episode that oh, that Charlotte woman that he's dating and who's moving away? That when he winds up in Chicago, it's to be with like that made sense, right? You did catch that.
1: No. Yes. He moves to San Francisco,
0: right? He says he's going to move to San Francisco, but then what happens is he's oh. on that plane, and when it lands, it says you're land. They, they're like you're in Chicago.
1: I thought he just said you landed in Chicago. That he had a layover. Oh. Uh.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. If, in fairness to you, it would be very hard to make the connection backwards.
1: Not knowing her. Yeah. Um, like you okay. would,
0: like, yeah. So, oh, wait, because I also have another problem.
1: When he meets the lady on the plane, that's not the chick from Ozarks, right? That's a different lady.
0: That's a different lady.
2: Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. I just don't understand why she's important in any way. Well, she wasn't. She,
0: yeah. she's important because they wanted the plane reveal to be this, like, instead of reuniting with Charlotte. They wanted the last scene to be telling you that's what's going to happen by having him land in Chicago. So they needed some reason to show him on a plane, and so they've decided to to structure the entire episode around Fraser Forrest Gumping this woman, his life story.
2: And and oh
1: wait, oh wait a minute. Yeah, and by no. the way, he
0: starts his first thing he tells he just met this woman who's like, so that's only that's talking to the same to him.
1: lady. Oh, yes,
0: he's only it's talking the same to this plane
2: ride. Yeah,
0: he's only talking to this woman on this plane because she's like nervous on because of like she's nervous being on a plane. And she's like, I'd rather talk to you than think about the the turbulence. And so he's like, let me tell you a story. Uh, So I was naked in bed with this woman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, because that's the first scene they cut to is like him having just laid. Yeah, uh, I thought he got off
1: the I thought he got off the plane. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Are we really just gonna call her
2: Ozark Lady and not the actress's name, not Laura Linney?
1: Sorry, the oh is that the closer? No, that's Kira Cedric. No, that's Kira Cedric. What's Laura Linney from? Ozark. Ozark. No, pre pre-Ozark. I feel like she, that, she, she was a Fraser, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh she's from something. Uh, the internet will back me up on that one. Uh anyway, she I, I, yeah, it happened quickly enough where I was like, is this the same lady? Did she change her hair? I was like, no, I know this one. She's the Ozarks lady Could never have circled back and be like, that's how the show ends. The lady on the plane. I thought that we were just going to start or end every episode on a plane.
0: That would be wild. If that was just the structure of every episode of the show, it flies a lot.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm now, I'm now way more caught up. That actually helped explain so many things. so so let's so let's move to the bedroom boom boom oh boy so we've got okay yeah let let Curtis do this this is hard enough for me all right (laughs) I need need to know what scenes we're at
0: yeah so uh, is there anything else to say about the the bedroom scene Uh, no no. okay Uh, all right so next up because I will actually I will say this
1: Fraser has already had way more fun in this episode than the last episode
0: Oh wait! Yes.
2: I, I did have I did have something for the bedroom too. What are pillow shams? Do you guys have pillow shams?
0: I assume that just meant pillow cases. Is it not well, pillowcases? I, just, I really yeah, had no a,
1: idea. A, a, that's this, <laughs> you, you need to go on more dates. Uh, a sham pillow is a fake pillow that exists to annoy people.
2: It's okay. like not as comfortable
1: as a real oh, pillow.
2: That makes sense.
1: I'm sure there's other reasons. Okay. They'll say it's decorative, but it's mostly just it. It's uh, also could be called a throw pillow because you throw it off the actual furniture.
0: Th- Why aren't probably- you doing the hoity-toity
2: section? Yeah, I was going to say that should have been the hoity-toity section. That's not hoity-toity.
1: That's just having a girlfriend. Ever <laughs>
0: sounds hoity-toity to me. <laughs> All right, because Fraser is late to work, Roz convinces station manager Kenny Daly to cover for him by shock jocking.
1: Um, Kenny Daly. He's somebody, right?
2: Yeah, Ryan, I, I, I will give you $5 if you can remember the movie he was in.
1: Oh, I was having a hard time not calling him Louie Anderson. No. It took me a while. <laughs> I was,
2: he was. He played the camp counselor in the movie Heavyweights.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Fitting, too. Yeah. Uh, great. I was like, I vaguely re- recognize this guy, but then couldn't place him. I called him that one guy.
0: I love that uh, apparently not only is Frazier's show wholly live, but they have absolutely no contingency plan in the case that he doesn't show up. Like they don't have any kind of alternate programming they can play. They literally have to get the guy in charge of the, ad- not even another radio host. Just literally the guy in charge of the station is who they pig pig. Oh boy. <laughs> who, they, who they grab to just fill air. Which
1: shouldn't he be the guy assigning stuff? Yes. Um, It does feel like they should have called him a couple times and, you know, really really figured out maybe 30 minutes ahead of time that he wasn't going to be there.
0: Well, I think Roz does say that. She does say, like, I've been calling your and his home phone. Oh, okay. But but he's not answering. But, like, literally they had no other programming they could jump to in a pinch.
1: Yeah, you have a stand-in for sure.
0: No wonder they replaced him with Roz. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Roz gets his job in the next episode. Doesn't surprise I th- me.
1: I did think we hit some of the laugh track for how he's doing a poor job, but I thought he was a fine, especially for on the fly fill-in. He did a great job.
0: Oh, my favorite part was um, when he he's uh, he's like that. Isn't that song just so good? I'm sorry, I forgot some of the words. Like he was singing a song on the radio, <laughs> on talk radio,
1: <laughs> which I don't really get. I assume that the radio hosts aren't just like. Going off the cuff. I assume that there's like a program that they're following, but I could be wrong. I've never hosted a, a radio show, believe it or not.
0: I'm sure you're right, but yeah. this was this was definitely a time fill situation. Like he definitely wasn't prepared, which isn't surprising. But yeah.
1: Yeah, but I assume there's like somebody with cue cards and, and such. They're not just like, hey, hey, Frazier, say whatever you feel like in any given moment. We're guess we're getting paid, but we totally trust you can handle every second of the program.
0: Oh, this is interesting because you you at this point have absolutely no idea what his radio show even is. No, I do not. Oh man, that'll be fun when you find out what his radio show is. Uh, we can't okay. tell you.
1: Yeah, as far as I know, it's just giving uh, very sympathetic goodbyes and letting another guy sing karaoke. Classic, classic radio block. I mean,
0: so far that <laughs> is what it is. All right. Well, rush. Uh, oh boy. Well, Fraser rushes off to the station where BB informs him of a job opportunity in San Francisco. Uh
1: just learned that that lady's name is BB.
2: My question for you guys is what type of accent is she
0: trying to do?
1: It is it's wildly ambiguous. I thought yeah. that as well.
0: Yeah. Is it mid-Atlantic? Is she doing that old-timey like Katherine Hepburn accent?
1: Oh, maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe. I I think it's
1: it's again, I'm pretty new to it, but I think it's like it's some, you know, the United Kingdom of some kind, isn't it? Mhm.
0: I don't think she's, I don't, I mean, I can't speak for the, the, the actress, but I don't think the character is meant to be British.
1: No, No, like Welsh or something. One of those ones you never hear anyone talk.
0: I hope we get some, some British listeners and I, I, I can't wait to hear how they react to Wales being called not British. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm sticking with it. Uh, maybe Norway. I don't know. One of those places. I do think she killed that guy though. Oh, definitely. I wrote that down too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She, she. I mean, they, they definitely showcase it in this episode. But I, I love how she's basically she's his an agent, and she's basically portrayed as being a supervillain. Like she's
1: just an evil, evil person. Yeah. That the and smile, the delightful. smile for this particular joke, where she, she's like, oh, know, piano fell on him. Probably wasn't me." Uh, that is a sinister smile that she has. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And I love when she's trying to talk him into moving to San Francisco that like the thing about San Francisco in 2004 was it's full of the gays and not tech bro central yeah. like that. Was, like today, that same joke would make yeah. no sense because it would just be like, uh, uh, a man like you in, in tech bro San Francisco, you'll get eaten alive.
2: <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down too.
0: Oh,
1: I, this again is, that's a spoiler alert. I have no idea how he does with furniture or with technology. I just know that he has particular tastes in furniture.
0: Oh, I wasn't making a comment on no. him being good or bad with technology. I was making a comment on him not being like a 20 something in jeans, you know, doing software engineering and making insane amounts of money. Yeah, life. but we don't know what Fraser would look like
1: in this, In I guess we should label the year 2023. I Who knows how he would be? We will know shortly because they're doing a reboot. Well, maybe, maybe maybe they'll reboot him as a tech bro.
0: There was a theory online I read that I really liked. I don't think they'll end up doing it, but I I thought it was a great idea, which was uh, that basically um, his his son Freddie is a is a tech bro. So he's like rich, but also uh, just like in jeans and super slovenly, and not at all the hoity toity fraser and they would kind of to re- redo the show fraser would have to come live with mm-hmm. him and now he would be the martin but in, but like in, in fraser martin is the down to earth guy and fraser hey, is hey, the one hey, who's hey. Alert, he doesn't know any of this
1: uh, i i know he makes uh tit jokes to his sons but i don't i don't know that he's down to earth
0: oh that's interesting yeah i guess that didn't i guess none of that came through in the last <laughs> so episode did well. it
1: and he's not too much in this episode, although we'll get to his ridiculousness. We'll
0: get to it. Yeah. So in the next scene, Fraser is trying to enjoy a goodbye dinner with uh, his lady Charlotte, uh, but he is interrupted by the entire cast one by one.
1: I don't think, I think this is the first time I met the brothers. I don't think they showed up in part two. No,
0: just part one right
1: uh they were i loved them they were great i also now understood what moon baby meant from the next part i thought i thought that they were talking about like you know some sort of hippie thing or something but they meant that's the last name yeah so i'm caught up
0: they're obviously drinkers they're obviously uh shifty what uh what what were your thoughts on them
1: early they were they were kind of fun um we'll get into the back half later but i out the gate, they're, they're a lovely juxtaposition to the cranes.
0: Brad, did you have anything you wanted to add about uh, them? Love Michael. He,
2: I sound just like Michael. That's how I sound to people.
0: And you know who that is?
2: Yeah, it's, um... You could say it, because I can't think of his name.
0: Hagrid from Harry yeah. Potter. Whoa. What? And he would have been... He, yeah, this is also, like, 2004. This is not, like, he... was. This is not, like, before Harry Potter fame. Like, he was already in the middle of, like harry potter movie fame and did like this random episode of fraser
1: i don't remember when harry potter came out but it must have been pretty close
0: no it was like 2000, yeah, 2000. Yeah. maybe 2001 but wow yeah
1: interesting that they, they made him more legible than hagrid
0: fraser gets everyone out uh and he so he can finally say a proper goodbye to his girlfriend in a really hot and heavy game of scrabble yeah this yep, was I wrote
1: that down. this was crazy
0: what a shame for this relationship to I don't end. think
1: that at this point I knew she was leaving, which would have made this even more crazy. Like, absolutely bonkers thing to do on any date. Really crazy that that's the, their last, like, moments together.
0: Well, and, like, I feel like this whole episode is supposed to suggest that she's the love of his life and he's got to go chase her. But the thing is... Like, she's bad at Scrabble. Like, she keeps making up words. Like, he's making her play a game she's bad at and probably doesn't like. How is this a great way to demonstrate, like, when they've got so little time to show these two as, like, the perfect couple for each other? Like, it's just strange.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, with all of the hullabaloo, I missed a couple notes, actually. Oh. <laughs> um, just Shoot Me Lady and Always Pregnant Lady, uh, Always they show up together always. That much I know for sure. I assume that's going to happen every episode.
0: That's a safe bet. Uh,
1: also, are the episodes subtitled? Why is there a title card? I guess you can't answer that, but that's, that's where me and the people watching backwards are right now. We have no idea why after the cold open, and I think after another scene or three, we get a random title card moment. It's very confusing. Well,
0: I, I, I don't... I don't I, I've been bad about spoilers already in this show, and I'm, I'm going to try to be better. Um, But I think it's safe to say, like, if we were watching the other way, starting from episode one, mm-hmm, yeah. you would probably have the same question. Okay. It's not like it's a uh, something that's explained or, like, has a grander purpose. Oh, it's, a, it's just a thing the show does. Really it's a st- stylistic choice. Is it? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's like it, Law & Order has dun-dun, and uh, Frasier has title but it's, cards.
1: But it's not, it's not title cards throughout the episode. It's just... One right before I think we go to the apartment is the current trend.
0: <laughs> I don't. I, I clocked two of them in this episode. Did you? What was the? One said the gulfs may wash us down. And the other said the happy aisles right before the wedding stuff.
1: Oh, I might have missed that because there was a lot of, a lot of madness. So.
2: I, okay. I, I want to bring up. I want to bring a one more thing from the apartment, and again, this is 2004, and jokes like this could could I guess get away with. But how about the weird sexual harassment in the uh, kitchen? Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, from the Absol- brothers. Yeah,
1: it was. It, I had a uh, classic 90s UK humor for that as well. Also, with the brothers, they're just finding out that Daphne's engaged. Uh, at least as far as I could tell.
0: I'm sorry. What?
1: They. Sorry, not engaged. Uh, pregnant they're like, they're like oh uh, definitely you're pregnant <laughs> it's like I, what you it, didn't tell them it, it, you're about to have the baby
0: this is their nephew it's in hours like literally hours away from the baby <laughs>
2: it's, it's funny you took it that way i took it as she probably told them every day for 6 months and they still didn't know
1: that's
0: actually
2: okay.
1: that tracks i mean I, I was just meeting them so this was the first like seconds like oh hey daphne you're pregnant
0: yeah but even just in this one episode of them i think you can kind of piece together that they're not exactly reliable people that remember things yeah <laughs> like literally literally michael later on is going to forget that he was in fraser's apartment yeah. the previous day yeah, That's true All Right. well this scene ends with um uh, you know after they have their really again can't stress this enough incredibly sensual Scrabble (laughs) uh Sheely and it's literally like it's not like they had well we're gonna do Scrabble and then we're gonna obviously have a real goodbye it was literally like oh man we can't even finish our game of Scrabble because my my ride is here he's not even taking her to the airport he made her take a yeah that
1: was insane
0: basically uh they do this weird sitcom thing where she leaves and comes back and leaves and comes back I'm not sure if it was supposed to be funny or if it was supposed to be like touching I didn't find it to be either. Um,
2: time out. This is not a spoiler alert, but Curtis, I thought that they didn't that she didn't drive him because of something that happens in a episode that we haven't addressed yet, a couple episodes beforehand. But we'll get to that. Oh,
0: I mean, that may be. Yeah, I I haven't watched. Like, I mean, this is a big episode, obviously, so I, I have a pretty decent memory of what happened in these and. Um, there are a few episodes that I know very well, but a lot of the episodes we're going to be covering, I won't have that much more foreknowledge than Ryan. So I,
1: I wrote. Uh, Frasier is clearly not phased about this goodbye. He said he was, but he clear like nothing on his face is at all sad. That I think her name is Shia is leaving
0: Charlotte. Curtis has said
1: ten times today. I, well,
0: I love. But, I love that uh, you're right. You're right. He doesn't really behave like he cares. He even says. He's not heartbroken about it later. But what's interesting is is he's not even playing it. He's not even playing it in a way of like he's holding back his emotions and pretending like he's okay when he's really not. Like he really seems fine. fine. (laughs) Uh,
1: I did write there's a classic 90s headbutt. You you love to see it. And then she's clearly going to miss her flight. We did the we did the yeah. door bit for you know ten show minutes. She's clearly missing it.
0: Well, and this is post nine eleven, but pre pandemic, so lines at airports would have been fucking insane. Like her, her flight is probably not for another six hours.
1: Oh, okay, maybe. I she she did seem caught off guard that they couldn't finish Scrabble, though.
0: I also love as a testament to like his love for her they made a point at, just as a dumb joke to be like, Oh, I got you a gift. Well, not a gift. I just, you left a scrunchie and I felt you needed to take it out of my house. Like yeah. what the fuck? Ranger? Yeah, that was
1: insane. I mean, she shouldn't be leaving scrunchies if she's moving cities, but this was clearly you shouldn't do that. And certainly not talk it up that way.
0: Well, he even, she even like, she made a point to be like, Oh, I didn't get you a gift. Like, he didn't even have the sitcom thing of suddenly feeling embarrassed that he brought it up because he didn't get her a real gift. He's just like, it's a just, scrunchie. Just Take it. I don't he didn't it.
1: care. He could not wait for her to leave the, the apartment.
0: He think he might hate her. Yeah.
1: He's clearly on a layover at the end of this.
0: I actually think that's canon. <laughs> he's he's on his way to a vacation because that that, that dog's dead. Oh,
1: yeah. Rest in peace, Eddie. Uh, this isn't a note about the scene, but I don't know what kind of commercials you guys are getting while watching back. <laughs> IHOP has bogo crepes. You want to talk about hoity-toity. First of all, IHOP has crepes. Second of all, buy one, get one. i got to get to an IHOP
0: immediately. I think you're bearing the lead here, man. They're savory and they've got
1: okay, sweet. options. got the same one.
0: <laughs> what are you guys watching it on that you get commercials?
1: Hulu. Hulu. Uh, can oh, we say that? Oh. We're not sponsored by anyone. Should we say any of these? Uh, we
0: ought to bleep that one. Yes. Yeah. Alright, moving on. Niles and Martin are worried that Frazier is heartbroken so they're being nice to him, presumably for the first time ever.
1: Uh, you, and can, they, you have to, you Niles have to ease brings... up on these spoilers. I don't know these things. These relationships do not come across in, this, in these two episodes.
0: That's why I said presumably.
1: Oh. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay.
0: So I love, he brings him very specific Milano cookies. Do you think they got product placement money for that? No, I'd how do we get that
1: i didn't ready? clock that at all because it even crazier he he brings food to Fraser on a food tray i have rarely ever had food on a food tray i've never been brought to in my own home by my dad
0: That's true and it's not like the kitchen's right there so he like he could have just brought the plate but he put the plate on a tray M- yeah maybe i don't
2: food I, trays are, maybe food trays are hoity toity
1: oh i don't know if yeah i don't know maybe. if that's a running gag in the show but it was that was crazy. Also, if you're going to throw in Milano cookies, like man, that is the that's the tops, that's the life, man.
0: So, so anyway, Daphne and her brothers interrupt all this, and uh, Niles is very worried that his son is going to be like her awful brothers. Uh, so he offers to play some classical music for the baby, and in maybe the worst sight gag ever conceived, the baby punches the <laughs> punches the musical device off of the stomach which is clearly just a guy off camera pulling on a cord.
2: <laughs> the, the only thing I wrote down for this part, and this is a question for Ryan, did Courtney have the same fears that Niles had?
1: Um, I mean, no. <laughs> okay, for, good. For a lot of reasons, but I, cl- I... Obviously, that was like a dumb bit with the baby punching off the the headphone, which you would... the Daphne would be holding on to it. I... I don't care how round your belly is. You're not just trusting it at that angle. But more importantly, uh, we get from Niles the quote, every minute is critical. Mind you, this baby is past due. So apparently not that critical. Yeah.
0: He he'd waited till now to do anything.
1: He waited till after due date to start playing classic music through a single thing. Headphone. Like you're too late, bud.
0: And you know, I mean, this is 2004. You know, he spent like 200 bucks on that device that's going to be useful for like literally eight more. Yeah,
1: days. it looks like a classic Walkman, which at this, you said that 2004 is when the show ends.
0: Correct. Yeah. yeah. That
1: yeah, that technology is out of date by a long shot at this point. Yes. They must have had better tech to do this. Like, even if you, I, th- it, I don't think that was a real product.
0: Well, I think this would have been before the iPod hit. Correct. Well, uh, no, actually the iPod.:
2: wasn't
1: Yeah: I, Yeah, I think the iPod the iPod was at least new if, if not, like we already had the small one.: Yeah. There's no way you're playing a Walkman. Mm,
0: that's true.: So uh, Ronnie comes in and announces that their wedding is supposed to be two months away, but it's actually going to happen in eight days, and Frasier and Niles volunteer to throw them that wedding.
1: Um wait, the the drunks leave before she comes in, I believe.
0: Right. Yeah, I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't write well, that because down. We, but yes. I mean, because obviously I
1: noted that we need to have more pub drinking music in our lives. The three of them pub music and gone mm. out. I would love to do that with you guys.
0: You mean the sing along? The
1: I don't know, is that what you call pub music. <laughs> when, they're, when they're well, they when there's singing as walk
0: out the door. I mean they're not they're not listening to music, they're singing a song. Yeah, but you,
1: when drunks are at a
0: bar, do you call it a sing along. I mean Yes. Oh. I, I don't know that I've ever been in a bar I, other than singing along to Sweet Caroline. I don't know that I've, ever, and maybe uh, uh, that Journey song. I don't think I've ever been in a bar where people are just singing.
1: All right, bar patrons, everyone, it's time for our sing along. Like, I don't, I think it's, I don't think it's the same thing.
0: Okay. So, anyway, I, I, can you, for, for the next
1: episode, can you work on some pub music for us?
0: Perfect. I will definitely not. Do okay. That. What what I want to understand is like they they're so gung ho. They they think they can plan this wedding and and sure, I'm sure they can come up with like a caterer or whatever. But don't they have to get people to the wedding? Like can you just tell people a week in advance come Abs- to my absolute, wedding and have anybody show up? Absolutely
1: not. So this even back then, <laughs> uh, certainly not now. A lot of lot of problems here. Uh but but we did resolve the one bit with why you would schedule anywhere near pregnancy and it's because the thing was supposed to go out earlier, so that is good. That solves last week's issue.
0: Although, doesn't that mean that? I, I mean, I I've never had a kid. You have, so you can tell me. But doesn't that mean they were planning to have their wedding when their when his daughter-in-law was going to be like one to two months post-pregnancy? It's, Isn't that?
1: It is unlikely Daphne was showing up to that wedding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is there's so much fun bits here, though. So just shoot me, lady. We find out that she had a bare bones wedding for her first one. So to find out that her second one's a vet was actually a step up. Do you think we ever just refer to her as Wendy Malik and not by? No, I don't see a reason to. Oh God, this is the, this is the Frazier podcast. You should be referring to her by her character name. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought, buddy. Uh, I did. I did also clock that I would love to go to a booyah bash. I would not want to go to a wedding that was planned eight days in advance by the Duke and Duchess. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Great. why? Why are we? Co- we're only the only one we're sticking with. is Nina Van Horn. We should be calling them the Duke and the Duchess yes. <laughs> from here on out. Who? But wait, they they asked the question. They both think the other one's obviously the Duchess,
1: not Who do obviously we think Niles is the Duchess? Who do we think? I've met him for two yeah. episodes, but obviously, you're right.
0: Absolutely, all right. There's right. there's also no, agreement.
1: So again, I don't know the characters that well. But there is no reason you should trust either of these two guys to be planning a wedding. Certainly not with eight days in advance. No one could do that anyway. Booyah bash or not. There's no way you're trusting those two guys. There's no way you're trusting the dad with scheduling the thing either.
0: Well, not to mention, not to cut too far ahead, but like we see some of what they are obsessively planning and it's not like, make sure the food is good. Make sure the, you know, the, the, the rehearsal goes well, make sure that everybody knows it. It's literally like, we've really booked a lot of talent for this fucking wedding. Yeah. Like, how many like little uh, performers do you need for a wedding? Like, that sounds like a, a, a dog of a wedding to go to. I don't want to be at this wedding. Oh. I know,
2: I was thinking about that too. They were planning the wedding they wanted and not the wedding
1: their dad wanted. I, the dad clearly had no opinions on the matter. He knows his sons. I, I don't, but he does but you know they're gonna do weird stuff i would love for a canon to be at any wedding though i disagree entirely that's true i like that there was bits i would totally go to a wedding that had that
0: i i will interject to say that that my boyfriend when we were talking about like the prospect of a, a wedding and he said we went to this wedding of a friend of ours and he was like yeah it was fun but like it was basically dinner and then dancing And I was like, well, I mean, that's kind of what a wedding is. Like, what what else did you want? And he's like, I just thought there should be, like, other activities you could do. Like, why isn't there, like, a gaming area? And I was like, we need to have a wedding.
1: (laughs) Well, you don't have a game, as someone who loves games, you don't have a gaming area because you want this to be about the bride and groom. And games, historically, are not about two people. Mm -hmm. I guess unless you're doing a dunk tank.
0: Are you telling me you wouldn't have fun if I was like, by the way, at the wedding, there's going to be a mini arcade? I would love that. You wouldn't be all in that? I would
1: love that, but for wedding planning, it's stupid. All
0: right. Well, anyway, so we cut now to the actual wedding. Uh, It's Niles and Frazier preparing. Uh, They say the wedding's going to be in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. The bride and groom are not dressed. Right,
1: right. And
0: uh, all all the guests are being held outside so that they don't um, see prematurely mostly just tables and chairs they've set up. Like There's nothing to No see. reason
1: why they can't come in early. It, Correct. Definitely, definitely not something you would do with get, I've never been to a wedding where people are just lined up outside waiting to get in.
2: Also, does it get in the... And in 90 degree heat. In Seattle. Does it get in the 90s in Seattle?
1: Never. That's Absolutely never.
0: In May. It's not even like yeah. they were... like If they were doing it in July like they said, it might make sense, but it was May. Well, we know
1: an aggressive yeah. storm's coming through the next day, so... I think it tr-
0: Oh, that's true. <laughs> it was foreshadowing. Yes, was
1: yeah, it's classic weather patterns. <laughs> so, oh man. So income Oh, I go was, was going to say, are you introducing the brothers coming in?
0: No, well, no, before they come in, Roz comes in in a, like a full coat for some reason for a 90 degree yep, day.
1: very confusing. Uh,
0: followed by followed by BB and I think her best scene of the episode where she's just like, "Don't you just love this weather?" Like just fully evil.
1: Well, the, it was a nice day like, though. <laughs> ninety degrees is generally a nice time.
0: No, ninety degrees is like hot and, and like sweaty and uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, eh. ninety degrees is comfortable. It, oh, okay. It's
2: not comfortable when you're in a suit and tie. Yeah,
1: but they're gonna be they're gonna be indoors. It's not an outdoor wedding, uh, so the air conditioning prongs out. <laughs> it is one of the many problems. Sure,
0: I do love that. Uh, like, like in this scene, we get maybe like. It, as an inaugural episode of the show or or almost an like do you like frasier and or niles at all like they're kind of the worst like they there they are people dying of heat stroke outside and he's like no 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 can't come in later the, the you said the brothers the brothers come out to reveal they've given a 6 year old child yeah. champagne to the point that the child is too drunk
1: yeah that that like, is
0: like little child abuse. And literally the only response from Frazier is, well, I guess we'll give it to Roz's kid. We'll just recast. Absolutely
1: crazy. I said the brothers should be arrested, not given a cannon.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing. He's like, oh. He promotes um, them. He (laughs) says that they literally make a whole bit of how the only qualifications for shooting a cannon is that this man has maimed other people. (laughs) And so they're like, yep, that's all the qualifications I need.
1: Which I think is not what you want when you're firing a ceremonial cannon. I, I believe no. I did like that. Also, well, I did like that the cannon operator had passed out because they left him outside in not that hot of weather. I, I'm guessing he was in like traditional garb, but he probably isn't the only one passed out. I
0: would guess. Well, and uh, cutting back to the the flower girl, like who the fuck was that? Like who did they hire a six year old to play? The flower girl, like really good question. If (laughs) because if Roz's kid gets the the task later, like, if they not only hired a six year old to play flower girl, but then they left her with the brothers they know are drunk idiots. Well, that's the
2: the first time I was watching it, I was confused because I thought it was just going to be Roz's daughter as the flower girl. So that's who I thought they were referring to at first.
1: Well, was the flower girl one of the moon's uh, like kids because it's Still insane, but slightly better if it 's one true. of their kids yeah
0: that 's the only explanation. The only explanation could possibly be that the child was a child of one of her brothers
1: because i 'll tell you this i I have a daughter if she 's around those three guys i I am by their by her side. I am not leaving her with them for sure. any stretch no
0: well and and even if it like honestly like as dark as it is that this this show is ending on we got a child drunk and laughed it off. Like that's dark enough. But if the only explanation for that is that that poor child is that's, that's not a weird day. That's not an unusual event that happened once in their life. That's just like what their dad does. Like fucking Christ, this show
1: is dark. It does seem pretty dark. We killed a dog. We got a child drunk. I probably have killed a cannon operator. It's definitely a dark show. Yeah,
0: he's not. They didn't even call an ambulance. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, he's on the ground. What should we do? No. Get somebody unqualified to man the cannon. ASAP. What do we do
1: about the cannon? Forget the man.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So um, basically, uh, this scene uh, comes to a close. The Eddie is uh, the ring bearer. He winds up eating the ring. Uh, that cannon goes off. Ah, uh, and Daphne, Daphne and Miles are heading out to go to have a pie fucker help them with the dog thing. Um, what a terrible last meal for Eddie! Pete.
1: This is, I think, the last time we see Eddie. I'm I'm calling that. Uh, and my
0: and well, in my in this friend. episode, yes, he absolutely was visible okay. in the episode we watched. After last for long.
1: Was he in the in memoriam segment? Which I was disappointed to see. He, he should have been. I did say so, so many people with eight day's notice, like forget that, the, forget yeah. that there's a line to, to get into the thing. There is a massive party that isn't even going to fit in the room. There's going to be people outside yeah. anyway.
0: Yeah. All of them come streaming in to, to Fraser's great chagrin. And uh, by the way, uh, so we ended up uh, front loading this episode with the hoity toity thing. Ma, I, I just want to mention the, the joke they came up with. Um, he had an ice sculpture of renowned artist, Arthur Nudzak. That was the name. And the, the episode ends with him complaining that the, the painting is, or, or, or excuse me, the ice sculpture is melting. And he says something like my, my Nudzak is melting. Uh, and... <laughs> and so it's just like a, 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 they, they end on this kind of lame, you know, ball joke. Um, And I looked it up thinking, oh, great, for the hoity-toity section, I'll be able to do some bit about this renowned painter, Arthur Nudzak. As far as I could Google, the man doesn't exist. They made that guy's name up for a a Nudzak joke. I
1: mean, I I like a Nudzak joke, but yeah, it is less good if he's not real. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like, the whole reason I thought that was, like, even, like, that's a joke that I was like, eh, this doesn't really fit in the episode, let's cut it but the only reason I'd even entertain it is because there's an actual guy with that name, but they just came up with a bad name. Yeah, they might
1: as well have gone full like Simpsons with it and really, really punned it up. If you're just going to make up the name. Uh, I, I, well,
0: is there anything else you wanted to say before we uh, wrap up this? Uh, recap? Yeah. I thought pacing was a lot
1: quicker, but also it was still way slapstickier than I expected.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When I watched this originally, I was very kind of like, Oh, huh? Like I, like, cause I, I don't, I don't think of this show from my memory. But from my memory, I don't remember it being like this last episode at all. So I, I, I was surprised by that. But yeah, I did
1: also know yeah. from the bonus, but bon- the bonus scene, a lot of cops at this wedding. I know there. I know well, I, getting, th- I don't bit, think
0: they were cops.
1: Wh- what do you think they were? Strippers. You don't usually get those for the wedding.
0: I think in the in the scene where like right before the the like the whole scene in the wedding area. Uh, it starts with them rehearsing some number. And don't they have, like, cops and ballerinas on a stage for no reason? Well, Isn't that the, the number they're starting with? It's
2: not, yeah, but it's not really for no reason. I, it's a it's a spoiler if I say it.
0: Okay. Oh, that's... Okay. I do kind of understand why they would choose that, but it's still a terrible bit. Yeah. Like, it's still a terrible like performance art to have at a wedding.
1: Okay, it happens too quick in the front then. I didn't clock that that was what was happening. Okay, that that's slightly funnier. What
0: I what I love about this uh rewatch podcast is that because we're going backwards, not only do you not really get the references, but it's like it'll be interesting if you're ever like, "Oh, that's what they're talking about." Cuz I am certain by the time you watch the next episode, you will have forgotten about cops at a yes. wedding. Like that is not a bit you're going to remember. So when there's some reveal that explains why they would have done that, you're not going to be like, that's why they did it. You're just going to be like, oh, okay,
1: maybe the opposite. Maybe it'll have an even bigger payoff. We don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm really eager to find out if there are things that you're just like, that was awesome because you are getting reveals. Well, right I, after I think learning that Nina Van
1: Horn's, uh, first wedding was disappointing and then finding out her second one's in a vet's office is great. That backwards build probably is better in reverse.
0: Oh, you're right, because in the next, in, in, in last week's episode, she's t- super down to just do yeah, the wedding shit. in a fucking vet's office. It makes
1: way more sense now. She's like, yeah, my first wedding was shit. That's what weddings are. They're just garbage. Who cares about anyone else?
0: <laughs> oh, man. And on that, why don't we discuss, um, you know, the overall did you like this episode?
1: There was uh, I should go last. You guys should go first.
0: Yeah, I was yeah, I was gonna say You're our guest. I <laughs> I
2: I like I like the episode, but as a penultimate episode, it doesn't neither of these both of the episodes we've done so far close up that many storylines. Like there's still so many open things that I'm just like, okay. No, actually, actually yeah, I think I've
1: up bro. every single storyline that we've been presented.
2: It, it, I I can't. I, this this whole no spoilers thing is so hard.
0: Well, I mean, I guess we'll find out because I maybe I just don't remember a lot of what happens uh, in season eleven. Uh, but my my feeling is like they're racing to wrap things up. Like we saw that, a wedding, we saw a birth, we saw a guy move. Like it, it we gets, saw he, Roz get a new job. It feels like we're job. rushing.
1: Yeah. Or well, he
0: rushing to get like plot lines tied up in a bow.
1: Yeah, I think it feels rushed. Not knowing what else is going to happen,
0: I feel like a lot of shows after Frasier, like late two thousands to the teens, like I think there was more of a thing of okay, we know it's our last season, let's wrap things up throughout the season, like let's let's not have say let's not save everything for the last episode, and I kind of like how modern shows will pay things off as they go and and not just try to like do everything for one big supersized episode. Um but I feel like this was still an era where you couldn't possibly end a season or a series and have the wedding already have happened. Yeah, like the wedding fair. has to be the finale, the birth has to be the finale. That's
1: fair. I I don't know if both have to happen at once, but I yeah. <laughs> not not knowing the show, yeah. uh yeah, I I the wedding makes sense to end on. Uh birth has to happen during because otherwise you're just going to not have characters at the wedding. So yeah, I guess they have to go together.
0: So Brad, but you know, I think we interrupted you. Did you have more to say about your your overall feelings on the episode?
2: Yeah, overall, no, It was fine. Is what I'm going to say. It was fine.
0: Okay. Well, I will say that um, I think it would be wholly unfair to judge an episode like this, a part one, separate from the part two. Uh, but that is exactly what we're here to do. That's right. Um, so. This episode is more slapstick, more mediocre jokes, almost none of the heart, um, and the f- characters are downright psychopathic. I mean, they're inflicting pain on people and completely dismissing the pain they're causing, um, and so it's awful. I, can't, I mean, I can't sign off on this. It's, it's, it doesn't even have... like the, the humor they're trying to get out of all these people suffering isn't that funny, so it's, it's overall really bad. I think this is a bad episode. <laughs> okay.
1: I, I disagree. I think this oh. is a, a much improved episode from the previous one. Uh, I'm going to give it a 7.5. There's a lot of room for improvement. Uh, it's definitely a crasser show and a less intelligent show than I was led to believe. Uh, which is fine. I'm, I'm happy to watch people that are horrible people do horrible things. That That's fine. The pacing was a lot better in this episode and uh, I understand now why Kelsey Grammer's on the show. He absolutely didn't have to be in last episode. All, same with <laughs> Niles. You get a lot better stuff out of him this episode too. I think I I don't like that the next episode, like they end with them being all good people. Because that's clearly just not who they are. And that, that came yeah. across great. This was a good episode. The pacing was much better. The I get why it's a show. I'm willing to watch the next episode.
0: That's interesting. Because I feel like after the... Be, again, because I've seen it, I feel like the last episode we watched, I thought, this was a good episode. I would want to see more of this. And this episode, I thought, this is a bad show. I don't want to see more of this. Uh, but you had the opposite reaction actually coming from it as a first and second episode. That's wild. Well,
1: there you go. We're building nicely. These guys are going to be horrible by the end of this. I can't wait.
0: That is awesome. So, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and tell us what we can expect from the next episode? Season 11, episode 22, Croc Tales.
1: Pro- I didn't look up the name. What, how do you spell that?
0: C-R-O-C-K. Oh,
1: Croc. Okay, I think you said Proc. I
0: thought oh, I too.
1: Oh, boy. Croc Tales? Uh, okay. Well, we know... Let's take the couple bits we know. Uh, A wedding's coming up. I'm guessing that we probably got proposed to the episode prior. We probably established the date of the wedding today. On this episode, we clearly have the relationship with Laura Linney. I'm guessing that also started the previous episode. So we must go on like a perfect date, Uh, which for for a terrible person that is Frasier... I have to assume that they go to the opera and leave halfway through. Must be a crocodile-based opera, I guess. That's not how you sp- you spell it with a K.
0: C R O C K.
1: Never mind. I, they're, they're going to the opera. We'll figure the next part out. <laughs> we probably don't see Eddie because he's not a character on the show.
0: Well, wait! Why do you say that? Because he's
1: been in. Te- okay, he's in ten seconds in episode.
0: I thought. I thought maybe you got confused and thought he was murdered going forward, no, but he's no. only murdered it. At- <laughs> The beginning because I understand I understand what
1: we're doing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Niles must be involved. It must be a crockpot situation then. Niles must try to offer to cook for for his pregnant wife, and he doesn't know how to cook because he's a rich person.
0: I think. Okay. Well, I just love how your assumptions about what's coming is that all of what we've seen in the finale. Is set up in the very previous episode, which is such a '90s thing to do. So I think it's a very. I, th- I likely- think
1: that I think we're dealing with the fallout of the episode prior. I don't think most of the. Set, I think it's. I think the episode before will be a big one.
0: Well, I look forward to finding out.
1: Yeah, so you guys can skip next week. Tune in for two weeks from now when we do the real episode where the action happens.
0: Well, that will do it for us. I want to thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review it to help the podcast get off the ground. And I want a special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the theme music. For Ryan, Brad, and Curtis, good morning, Tulsa. I hate you. <laughs>
1: Still don't get it.
2: My computer is dying. It doesn't take a charge anymore.
1: You could, it didn't work plugged in? it's not taking a charge that's not how plugged in works what you don't need to charge the battery if it's plugged in
2: no that's what i'm saying it's plugged in but it's not taking the charge it's not it's not not, it's plugged in but it's not taking the charge
1: that just means your your power cord's dead
0: i've tried three now today well they're all dead on the count of three we're all gonna just be really loud one two three marco (laughs) (laughs)
2: okay